0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Many urban legends and myths have been created as stories and shared across generations, often morphing and changing between decades. However, perhaps the far scarier legends are those that are backed up by real life events. Since the late 80s, rumors have swirled about a ghost that haunts Disneyland's Matterhorn ride. And it started with Disneyland staff members who felt an eerie presence around the Matterhorn. Some of them even seeing what they thought was a ghost at a particular point on the track Known as Dolly's Dip. And what was causing these employees who worked at the supposed happiest place on earth to consistently feel like there was darkness along the tracks? To answer that question, we need to go back to 1984. Dolly Regina Joyce Young. Was a 48 year old Californian woman who lived in Fremont, a town southeast of San Francisco. And on January 3rd, 1984, Dolly visited Disneyland. The Anaheim based park was almost 400 miles away from where Dolly lived, a drive that would have taken at least six hours. Various reports suggest that she was visiting the park with four friends who would accompany her to the Matterhorn Bobsleds Ride. Disneyland's Matterhorn Ride is located between the park's Tomorrowland and Fantasyland sections and first opened on June 14, 1959. The structure stood 147 feet tall and is scaled to be one hundredth the size of of the real Matterhorn Mountain in the Alps. It became the first ever tubular steel-tracked roller coaster, which Walt Disney had designed, since he was not a fan of the typical wooden roller coasters of the time due to their clunky appearance and the noise they emitted. And the Matterhorn was an instant hit. And by the time Dolly was at the park in 1984, The mountain scenery had received a number of significant upgrades. As Dolly got into the first of the two bobsleds that circuited the route, Dolly was strapped in, presumably gripping the bar in front of her, anticipating the start of the ride. She was alone in the back half of an eight-seat bobsled, with her four friends sitting in the first four seats. Somewhere along the way, things went horribly wrong, and to this day, we still don't know all of the details of what happened. At one point during the ride, believed to be halfway down the mountain, Dolly was thrown from her seat, landing directly in the path of an oncoming bobsled. Needless to say, she died instantly. Dolly's friends did not realize their friend's fate until 30 seconds later, when they reached the end of the ride. Imagine their shock at turning around and finding their friend had vanished in the mountain. Now comes the mystery. What caused Dolly to fall out of the bobsled? When her seat was examined, officials found that her seatbelt appeared to have been unbuckled. It had not snapped or broken due to any sort of failure. Since she was alone at the time of the incident, there were no witnesses to say whether Dolly had unbuckled the seatbelt herself. However, it's not impossible that this was said to protect the park's reputation. Surely, if Dolly unbuckled her own seatbelt, it would have been with the intention of taking her own life she must have known that coming loose from a roller coaster going 70-odd miles an hour would cause her some serious damage, let alone the impact of the following bobsled. Park employees who worked at Disneyland at the time of the incident began to refer to the part of the track that Dolly died as Dolly's dip. An ex-Disneyland staff member who allegedly worked on the Matterhorn ride for multiple years spoke about what it was like after the incident they explained how some of the workers believed that they had seen a ghost resembling a middle aged woman on the track this ex-employee a woman named Kristen never saw the ghost but she did experience a deeply unsettling feeling of being watched when she was tasked with walking the track. At the end of each day, two employees had to walk up the Matterhorn track to check for lost items. They didn't get to walk together, and were instead made to walk separately up the different sides of the mountain. And When Kristen had her turn, she reportedly felt like someone was watching her the entire time. And to make things even scarier, the lights at Dolly's Dip always seemed to be having issues, meaning that she would walk through possibly the eeriest section of the ride with little lighting. As Kristen recalled, in six years, she didn't think that she ever saw those lights working properly. Looking further back into Disneyland's history, It turned out Dolly was not the first person to lose their life on the Matterhorn Bobsleds. 15-year-old Mark Maples visited Disneyland in May 1964 with his friends. And like Dolly, Mark set out on the Matterhorn Bobsleds. The ride had been in operation for five years at this point, and it had suffered no fatalities but that was about to change. As the bobsled Mark was in near the top of the mountain peak, his seatbelt was unbuckled. Whether it was Mark who did this or his friends remains unclear. Regardless of that, instead of trying to stay in his seat, Mark tried to stand up. And as he did so, he lost his balance and fell onto the steel track. The force caused Mark to fracture his skull and break multiple ribs, and he also suffered severe internal injuries. Despite medical professionals' best efforts, he died in the hospital three days later. Dolly's family sued Disneyland in the aftermath of her death, requesting $5 million from the company and accusing them of negligence. In March 1988, as jury selection was approaching for the trial, news broke that Dolly's family had accepted a settlement agreement. The details of this agreement were never made public, And both parties and their legal representatives were explicitly told that they were not allowed to discuss them. Court papers revealed Dolly's family wanted to show photos of the accident scene and Dolly's body at the trial. This news may have been what pushed Disney to settle when they did, wanting to stop the negative publicity in its tracks.